there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. We kick off tonight. Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney, minus five outside, but we're going to heat you up in the next hour or so. Barry, England fell at the World Cup at the quarterfinal, but what about Croatia? So Barisic and Juranovic are through to the semi-finals what does it do to the values of the two players especially the Celtic fullback? yeah well I think he's had an excellent World Cup Paul no doubt about it um, with some of the performances he's put in so I think his value has probably doubled or even trebled um, as I said he, he's been a standout for Croatia uh, so I'm sure Celtic will be waiting um, the start of January to see if there is offers that are going to come in um, for you think they will they said 10 million they certainly didn't say anything 10 million they said Friday now that he's playing so well he's in the semi-final well, they're saying 20 million maybe well, 25 even, be- even before the World Cup Paul yeah. he, he has been a real good signing for Celtic no doubt about it again one of the players that didn't know too much about um, but he certainly came in and, and pressed in a, a Celtic shirt but obviously going to the World Cup so on a, a massive stage and as I said, some of his performances for Croatia during this World Cup have been um, top, top class. Croatia against Argentina, 7 o'clock tomorrow evening. And then on Wednesday, France against Morocco. Who is going to win the World Cup? But Barry, I know you're more interested in getting back to the action. Thursday night, Hibs against Rangers. And then Saturday, Aberdeen against Celtic. Yeah, I'm looking looking forward to it, Paul. It's been a, a, a long three weeks. Yeah. Listen, obviously, due to the World Cup been on... Um, I've enjoyed the World Cup. I'll be honest. I've not took too much interest in it. Um, Why is that? It's just a strange time yeah. of the year, mm. and you know it's like Paul. You, you brought up with the World Cup being in the in the summer, but listen, our domestic football starts back in, in Thursday night. Obviously, with Rangers playing Hibs, um, and it'll be interesting to see again if Rangers can show some of the form they did um, against Bayer Leverkusen. No, it was a friendly, yeah. but you could see there was some subtle changes in um, the Rangers team. Yep, Malik Tillman's been mentioned, played well at the weekend. And how much can you take from a friendly? But it was Michael Beale's first manager game in charge as boss of Rangers. Yeah, it's tough. Look, Michael Beale did mention Leverkusen are a, a bit further behind Rangers in terms of their, their training schedule. Um, look, it was just good to get, I think it was 21, 22 players that he used in, in Saturday. And as I said, you can see some subtle changes, Paul. You can see the fullbacks were a bit. Further forward, higher and wide. Um, the three behind the, the main striker were certainly getting up and, and support a lot a lot quicker. Um, and again, I'm sure we'll see um, some things changing on Thursday. But look, the most important thing is they get minutes in their legs uh, against a, a very good German team. And for Celtic, they played against Rennes and looked like a public park, didn't it? Over in Portugal, the weather's a bit better there than it is here. It's certainly warmer. Callum McGregor came on, got some minutes and that's what he needs and the Celtic fans will be looking forward to getting the captain back. Yeah, I don't think you'll look in too much of the, the results, Paul, if I'm being honest. It's just about, as I said, they've been probably training, doing a, a mini pre-season. Um, and for Celtic, obviously, seeing Callum McGregor getting minutes on the on the pitch again, I'm sure that'll give them a, a massive lift because he's, um, he's obviously the driving force in that, that Celtic team. 
We're going to be speaking to David Witherspoon, the Canadian star. He was in the squad for Canada, but didn't play. But we'll speak to him about Alistair Johnson, who I think is speaking to the media around now. So we might hear from the new Celtic player who came from the Canada. That must be so frustrating to go to a World Cup finals and not to play. But we'll speak with David Witherspoon in about 15, 20 minutes time. Go Radio Football Show. Barry Ferguson is here. It's quite warm in the studio, Barry, but you've got the... You look as though you're ready for... Paul, I've been cold all day. Uh Um, One of those days, isn't it? No no wonder. Yeah, Yeah, but listen, I I don't mind the the cold, listen, as long as it doesn't rain. Um, But listen, it's certainly chilly outside. Certainly is. How's Christmas going for you? The preparations? Yeah, a few nights out? Yeah, Yeah, a few Christmas days out. Um, I I love Christmas, Paul. It's it's a a real family occasion. Um, Getting the kids all together, um, having a bite you. Bite eat, mum and dad, mother-in-law, father-in-law, um, and Christmas is always something I always look forward to. Fantastic. Let's check what else is happening today then. We're going to speak, we'll hear from Alistair Johnson, we hope, in the next half an hour or so. Back at the Women's uh, Sky Cup final at the weekend, Rangers beating Hibs 2-0. What did you think? Yeah, I watched it. Um, obviously, Malky Thompson been the yeah. the, the, the manager at, at Rangers. Um, I know Malky. Um, I've worked um, underneath Malky before. Real football man, um, and listen, it was brilliant to see uh, Rangers get the, the 2 0 win. Um, just a bit disappointed in the, the crowd. Um, I know there was three and a half thousand, I kind of expected a bit more than that. Um, but listen, it was a, a great occasion. I think that was the first um, live game on Sky, so mm-hmm. great for the women's game up here. Um, there's plenty of people on saying will Rangers get trophies the, the men's team this season? That's going to be the question for Michael Beale, isn't it? And time after time, they say, can they narrow the nine points gap? Can they catch Celtic? Well, you, you can think... never give up. No. But do you think they will? It's going to be tough. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Listen, you just need to take care of number one and that's make sure you win your games of football and you never know what could happen. Um, but listen, nine points behind. There's still a lot of football to be played, Paul. Um, but I, I mentioned last week, yeah, I think Celtic need to hit a serious brick wall for, for Rangers to catch them. But listen... As long as Rangers um, make sure that they make a fight yet, that's the most important thing. Obviously, a new manager coming in, I'm sure you'll, you'll see, as I said, you've seen a, a few changes in Saturday against Bayer Leverkusen. I'm sure you'll see that going forward. And listen, when you're at a club like Rangers, you can never give up. We're going to find out if the close season break, we've never had a time like this. Rangers traditionally haven't come back well have they at this period but they did in the season two years ago when they won the title uh, by 25 points but does that count for anything for Rangers or Celtic the past the way you've come back from the winter break no listen a lot has been made the Rangers obviously coming back out off the mm. winter breaks and, and no performing well um, but I think this is a different case with a new manager in Paul um, I'm sure the players are desperate to impress them and make sure they're in that starting 11 for the, the game in, in Thursday night at Ibrox do you sense the Rangers fans have really taken to Michael Beale given that he helped to deliver that title two years ago with they'll Stephen Gerrard? They'll certainly yeah. get behind him, mm-hmm. no doubt about it, but time will tell whether he's going to be a success. But listen, listen to his interviews, Paul. He's saying all the right things. As I said, um, you've seen a, a difference in the, the, the Rangers um, way they played on Saturday. So, look, time's, um, time will tell, but I, I think he was the right man for the job. He's been there previous. He knows the demands and the expectations. He's worked with quite a number of these players before. 
Um, so I, I think Rangers made the, the right choice in appointing Michael Beale. Who is going to win it? We will be there. I mean, January the 2nd is going to be some programme, isn't it? We're beginning to count down to it, Barry. We'll be on air from 12 until well after the game. People will be calling in afterwards. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. That's not for then. That's for this evening. Barry Ferguson, the former Rangers Scotland captain with me, Paul Cooney. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. And we're on the socials as well at Go Football Show. Yep, the game's this week. They're back. Rangers against Hibs. And then Saturday, that's obviously Thursday evening, uh, Aberdeen against Celtic at 12.30. Hearts against Kilmarnock. Livingston against Dundee United. Motherwell St Mirren. And Ross County against St Johnson. We'll speak to David Wetherspoon about the journey to Ross County we'll to Dingwall for him, won't it? <laughs> uh, we were asking, somebody has been on the social saying, do you expect an upset at Pataudry? Let's get into it right away on Saturday lunchtime. Do you think Aberdeen will beat Celtic? No, I think they'll make it tough, but no, I, I think Celtic will win that game. So I think it's so important for Rangers um, to make sure they get the three points in Thursday night because I, I do think Celtic will go up there. Look, it'll not be an easy game. Yeah. Jim sets his team up well. Aberdeen's record that Pataudry this season has been pretty decent, Paul, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I can't see past um, a Celtic one. And you, Barry's answer on that, because he was asked, uh, Alex was on just before the programme there, so that is, it's going to be, I mean, if, if you're a neutral, you want to see this go as long as it can go. You know, Michael Beale in at Rangers now, um, you want a real title challenge this year. I mean, the Celtic fans will say, well, you know, Celtic will win it, they think, but the Rangers fans haven't given up yet. And why would you with a new manager? No, well, you can't give up. <laughs> well, it's impossible if you give up. Listen, you're playing at Rangers. Listen, it's been tough. Don't get us um, wrong. It's been tough this season, certainly with some of the results leading up to this World Cup break. Nine points as a a big ask. But listen, I've been involved in football for a long time, knowing that... that um, Freak results can happen. You've seen it with Celtic previous going to St Myrne. Um, but listen, Rangers just need to concentrate on number one and that's themselves and making sure that they're they are getting three points on the board. And then you hope that Celtic go and maybe drop a, a point or three points. What's Michael Beale going to do about Morellas? I know we don't know yet what's going to happen. I'm going to ask you, Kent, next. What's your thoughts on it? I haven't seen you my, for a my week. My thoughts is, it looks to me that I think Morellas could be on the move Ryan Kent there could be a possibility that he may stay on because of the relationship he's had previous with Michael Bell not just the three years at Ibrox but he knew him as a young kid coming through at, at Liverpool so that could sway him um, look Ryan Kent struggled for form but one thing I've always said about Ryan Kent you can't fault his effort mm. Paul he did work hard it just wasn't coming off for him maybe he was trying too hard but I do still think there's a a dangerous player in there and, and Ryan Kent who can be a, a match winner but Morelos on the other hand I, I can't see him um, I can't see him staying Do you think somebody is in for him? Do you think we'll find out soon? Well, we'll find out and what's that? Mm. The countdown will be on soon Yep, the 1st I mean, of January that, right. um, yeah. I'm sure there will be a, a bit of interest in him um, but if you're asking my opinion I, I do think he'll, he'll be on the move 0808 17 17 700 the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors down south obviously the, they're talking about England going out the other day Gareth Southgate would he stay or go the word is that he could well quit mm. despite the fact he signed a new contract just before the World Cup yeah but I've been impressed with mm. Gareth Southgate um, I, I think albeit um, they're out in the, the quarterfinals and previous to that in the Nations Cup they had some dodgy yeah. results yeah hungry um, wasn't it yeah. I, I just look at 
the, the England squad that he's he's gathered and he's built and I, I feel a real togetherness um, there and I'm sure they'll be devastated if he decides to to leave um, for a selfish point of view I hope he does Do I, yeah. I, I think he's a, a top manager and I think he's got a, a top squad there um, I, I did think that England um, performed really well in the, the World Cup uh, and for me Gareth Southgate's a, a, a top manager Do you think they were unlucky to go out to miss that penalty? Yeah, I what thought they feel? were really good yeah. uh, against France and I've been impressed even in the, the group stages, mm. the America game, they drew nothing yeah. each, they weren't mm. great, but apart from that, um, there was some top performances, and individually, there was some top performances, and we spoke about Bellingham, yeah. for me, 19 years of age, Paul, he can go on and be whatever he wants to be. He came close again, didn't he, on Saturday? Yeah, he's a, he's a top player, yeah. and I just can't get my head around, he's only 19. Yeah. Um, this has been the making of him, mm. this World Cup, listen, he's had some top performances before, we've seen it, when Rangers played Dortmund last year, mm. he, he was excellent for Dortmund, but for um, a player of that age to go and perform in that stage, um, I'm sure Borussia Dortmund will be bracing, them, uh, bracing themselves for some massive bids in January. And did you see him? You would the other night. He went up to console the captain, Harry Kane. So he's 19. He goes up to Harry Kane at what, 28, It tells you what type of character yeah. he is, Paul. Yeah. Um, Thinking he, about someone else. Yep. And being a leader and, and obviously, listen, Harry Kane for me is um, a top player. Listen, it happens. You, you miss um, you miss penalties in the, in the biggest stage, but you've seen Benham going up and putting his arm round about him. That just tells you what type of person he is as well. He's not just a top footballer. Bob, in the tunnel, any thoughts beforehand? I think I saw uh, Mbappe going to sort of shake hands with uh, Kel Walker, who I think refused it. I don't mind you're not that. bothered Paul, are you? listen yeah. you're just about to play against um, yeah. France and you want to do everything to try and wind them up and, mm. and try and get one over them I, I don't mind anything like that in the tunnel there's always respect before the games and after it and the pressers but just as you're about to walk out of the tunnel yeah. you don't want to bend these mate yeah. some performances Griezmann and what about Olivier Giroud does it again another goal he is phenomenal goal yeah, machine and 36 you listen to some of the um the people getting interviewed about Giroud, uh, Giroud. Uh, for me, I think he's a top striker. You just yeah. need to look at the clubs he's played at, Paul, and the amount of goals he's scored. Um, and and I, I don't think he gets enough credit yep. for what he actually does. For me, he's a, a top player. As you say, he's 36. He's still playing at the highest level. And for me, he's still a top player. So we've got Croatia with Juranovic certainly starting Barisic has played one game wouldn't have done him any harm so up against Argentina now Argentina were one of your favourites who do you think is going to go through between those two? Um, I think it's going to be a close one I think Argentina will just edge it um, look for, for Messi I was arguing with James the producer that I would love to see Argentina yep Win it because of Messi. For the simple fact, I think he's been the best about for the last 15 years. But also on the flip side of that, you've got Croatia, you've got a boy in a... You love him. A man, sure, should I say, 37 years of age in the yep. middle of part for Croatia, who's, for me, just a, a ridiculous footballer. Sure. Well, Modric. you said it earlier in the season when Celtic played. Yeah, Look he's at just Modric. an absolute yeah. joy. Well, he's position. somebody that yeah. you could sit and watch 24-7, Paul. He's just a magical football player. Could Croatia upset them? Yeah, they could. Mm. They could. Because they're almost unfashionable, aren't they? They don't have an out-and-out striker. They're... But they've, they've, they've got top players mm -hmm. um, who play at big clubs and they're used to pressure. 
Um, so yeah, don't be surprised if Croatia do cause a, an upset. But if you're asking my opinion, I think Argentina will just edge that one. And how impressed have you been? I know at the top of the show I mentioned him, Josip Juranovic. How good is he? Yeah, v- very good. As I said, um, when he came to Celtic, I'm like probably many people didn't know too much about him. Um, again, I think he was late coming into the professional game. Listen, he, he's shown his qualities in, in a Celtic jersey and as I said, he's went to the World Cup, Paul, and he's put in some top performances and then, you know what happens when you do that? People are going to um, fancy taking you and don't be surprised and I think Celtic will be bracing themselves for um, a few bids for Juranovic in the, yeah. the January um, transfer window. And the other game, Morocco against France. People would say the defending champions would probably be the favourites on Wednesday. How about Morocco? First African team to get through to a World Cup semi-final. Yeah, but I mean, unbelievable what Morocco have done. Um, not easy on the eye to watch, uh-huh. but listen, they're well set up. They're obviously well coached. I look through their squad again. They've got players who are playing at the highest level, but I think on the day, I think France have got um, just too much quality. I see France winning that one. I don't think it's going to be an easy one for France. Mm-hmm. An odd goal or two. You never know. There could be some more upsets. 0808 17 17 700. We're going to speak to the St. Johnson and Canadian star David Wotherspoon in a few moments. He'll be back in action this week, as everyone will be. Rangers Hibs on Thursday. He'll be playing on Saturday for St. Johnson at Ross County. Motherwell against St. Mirren. Livingston Dundee United. Hearts Kilmarnock and Aberdeen against Celtic. That's coming next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show, 24 minutes past five, Monday evening. And this is the week when the Premiership comes back. It starts Thursday night and then everyone else playing Hibs Rangers Thursday night. And then Saturday... Everyone else in the hat for the matches from 12.30. Aberdeen against Rangers. And then Ross County against St. Johnson. And somebody who'll be involved this weekend is on the line now. David Wotherspoon, the midfielder for St. Johnson and also Canadian football star. David, good evening. Good evening. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Yourself? Good, yeah, we're good. Thank you. We're through to Barry's here as well. Barry Ferguson. How are you doing? How are you doing, Barry? Yep, I'm good. What about this weather? You could have brought some sunshine back from the Middle East for us. <laughs> uh, I wish, I wish I could. There was, uh, there's been some adjustment uh, coming back on Saturday morning and then yeah, turning up to this freezing weather. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's been a tough adjustment, but um, glad to be back. Uh, glad to be back in Scotland again. It's great to hear you. Good to talk about. Let's talk about Alistair Johnson as well. Your squad teammate there with Canada, who's now signed for Celtic. Did he get much chat with you about the Scottish Premiership? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been uh, he's been asking several questions. He was asking several questions before it had been confirmed. Um, he let me know how things were going, and um, yeah, he, I think he's he's very excited. Uh, he's very excited to get started. Um, he knows how big the club is. He's obviously spoke to Victor Wanyama as well um, about the club and everything. And I think once rumours had leaked uh, that he was signing, he he certainly uh, his Twitter started to to break down uh, because of all the the sort of mentions and and tweets that he was getting. So uh, yeah, but I think he's very excited about the prospect of playing at uh, playing at Parkhead. 
And you mentioned Victor Wanyama. Barry, if he had a career, if he has a career like Victor Wanyama at Celtic and beyond, then he'll do well, Alistair Johnson. Yeah, he was a he was a top yep. player for, for Celtic. And to be fair, Alistair Johnson, when I was watching the World Cup, he did he did impress me. Um again, one of the ones similar to what Posta has done with most of his signings, you don't know much about them, but he looks a real capture, uh, the Canadian right back. David, what do you make of him then? Watching him up close, what are the Celtic fans and everybody going to see in Scotland? Um, he's Mr. Consistent. Um, he's he never he never has a bad game uh, ever since I've watched him. And I think since since he joined, um, must have been a couple of years ago, a few years ago now, uh, when he joined the camp, and um, he's just gone from strength to strength, uh, from Nashville to to Montreal obviously and everyone's taken notice of in a, his international career as well and to get the likes of Celtic uh, coming and, and snapping him up um, it speaks speaks words uh, of how, he's, how well he's done and how well he's improved um, and he's he's just going to go from strength to strength and I think uh, the fans will love him he's a he's a hard tackler um, he defends first um, but he can go forward whenever he can and he's He's non-stop running, uh, and he just he'll he'll put the he'll wear his heart on his sleeve basically. When he signed last week, we hope to hear more from him in the next half hour or so. This is what he said, and he was influenced by the Celtic boss Ange Postecoglou. I think for every single footballer, again, you want it to be the perfect fit, and you want to go somewhere where not only that you you feel like you're a part of something, um, you feel like you wanted, but at the same time, it's a good sporting fit as well. And based on what he said, he's looking to do with this squad for this club, you know, in the next couple of years, it felt like a perfect fit. You know, he's looking for, for young driven players who, who want to take that next step and compete, you know, at the highest level, compete in the top stages of Europe. And for me, that was something that just kind of called out to me and it felt right. What was it like being at the World Cup there with him? And obviously you came up against Juranovic, who could well be going from Celtic. We'll find out in the next few weeks, I would imagine. But you'd be impressed by Juranovic. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he, he started a wee bit shaky against us. I think the first sort of five, ten minutes uh, playing up against uh, Alfonso Davies was, was going to be tricky for him. Um, but the first five, ten minutes, he, get, he got a bit of a scare. But then he settled into the game and Every other game I've watched, he's been he's been confident and consistent throughout, and um, that team have just gone from strength to strength in that tournament. And uh, yeah, they're they're the underdogs, um, yeah. as everyone keeps saying, and they just keep proving everyone wrong. Uh, they're they're a top team. Uh, their midfield three are incredible, um, and yeah, they just they've done so well in the tournament. I've I've been watching every game so. Yeah, looking forward to seeing them in the semi against Argentina. Of course. And for the Celtic fans who will see Alistair Johnson, is there any similarities between him and Juranovic? Uh, yeah, similar. Uh, Energy-wise, they're constantly mm-hmm. up and down that pitch. Uh, technically good. Um, and obviously, he's, he loves to get into a tackle. Um, so, yeah, um, similar similar type players. Um, so, yeah, the, the, he's going to fit in well. I know he is. Um, and he, he spoke highly of Ange. He said um, when he spoke to him on the phone, um, he just loved uh, he loved what he had to say and he looked forward to working with him. So, he's very excited. Barry? I'm going to ask a more important question. How are you after your long-term injury, David? Oh, thanks, Barry. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Uh, I'm, I'm good. Was it a cruciate? Uh, it was. It was my ACL. Um, it kept me out for 
10 months and it feels like ages ago now. Mm. Um, everything's happened so quickly. Uh, I came back in and I've played games and then I went to a World Cup, which is just uh, dream, what dreams are made of, really. Uh, it's incredible. And uh, yeah, but my knee's holding up well. Um, obviously, touch wood and, and keep that going. But uh, yeah, it's feeling good and thanks very much for asking. Good to hear that. That's one of the most difficult ones to come back from, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. as Paul, I've had a few injuries my, yeah. myself and it's good to see um, look, the way they get looked after now. And, and you've got to obviously do a lot of hard work when you're out with your ACL and obviously um, David's done that. I think your first game was back against Rangers, wasn't it? Was that your first start? Yeah, it was my first, my, my first start. My first yeah. start was against. Started Rangers, to run on yeah. quicksand the last ten minutes. Fifty. Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it was when Lundstrom, Lundstrom took the ball past me, and I just knew I wasn't catching him. Uh, but that's when the gaffer took me off. So uh, it, was, uh, it was the sixty-minute mark. I was I was struggling after that. But David, you've come back at a good time yeah. and contributed because it was really tough for St. Johnson at the start of the season. Yeah, well, uh, it was going to be tough um, after the season we had last yeah. year. Um, there was a big ask for us to to come out fighting again, um, and the boys stuck up to it, and they've they've done really well first half of the season. Um, and then I've I've come back and um, it's been great. I've just I've just loved every minute being on the park again, and we've got a great team. We've got a great. We've added well in the summer, um, more attack and threat uh, going forward, uh, and solid defensively. So. Uh, we're positive. Uh, we believe that we can we can do something better this year. And um, the last I think it was the last five games we went unbeaten, which is uh, which is great going. And uh, but we've got a difficult difficult run. Uh, obviously, great uh, Ross County away uh, on Saturday, and then we've got Celtic uh, the following Saturday. So it's going to be difficult, uh, but we're uh, we're looking forward to it. And what a year it was for you, David. Twenty twenty one, unforgettable. Yeah, <laughs> it was unforgettable. Um, I mean, for obviously from what we've done, what we achieved with St. Johnson was uh, was outrageous. Uh, never, never, never would yeah. you have thought St. Johnson could win a trophy. Never, never won two trophies in the same year. Um, it was quite incredible, and it's what memories will keep forever. Um, and yeah, lifelong teammates. Uh, that we'll, we'll keep in touch with throughout our lives and um, yeah what families will remember and, uh, but then obviously in the year obviously doing my ACL wasn't sure. wasn't best, but um, it was uh, it was one of those seasons it was just up and down but I uh, loved every minute of it Barry you never forget your cup wins especially Scottish Cup final day is your favourite yeah but yeah. I always say that listen go and enjoy it because mm-hmm. it could be your last one um, I'm sure David and the St. Johnson boys would have had a, a, a couple of good days on the, uh-huh. the, the beer or the champagne. But you've got to listen, that was a fantastic season they had. Look, they struggled last year, but what David just mentioned there, they've got a good squad this year. And I was just about to ask him, do you think Nicky Clark's made a, a difference? Because you did say the firepower, that was one thing you probably look at St. Johnson last year and he's lacked goals. I think Nicky Clark's made a, yeah. a difference, David. Yeah, he's uh, he's fitted in, fitted in really well. He's a great signing for us. I think not not only is he bringing goals and everything like that, and and from his game, and it's it's just his tactical knowledge is, is mm-hmm. brilliant. Uh, it's brilliant to play with, and obviously, I think Stevie Mays um, yep. has benefited from that as well mm-hmm. with his current form. Uh, he just seems to be back to his usual self uh, from years ago, 
uh, where he's a willing runner uh, and getting an end to things, but he's also trying things that, um, that he used to always try uh, and it would come off and it seems to be working for him. And Yeah, I think he's a great signing as well as the rest of them have been like Graham Carey and Jamie Murphy, but also at the back with, with Ryan McGowan and Andy Considine. Um, yeah, they've, good uh, experience. Brought, the ex- brought experience, yeah. Brought experience to the back three and talking throughout. So, uh, yeah, great additions to the squad and uh, we're feeling strong and feeling positive about it. And your manager, Callum Davidson, it's some record that he's got. Looked tough late last season, start this season, but you are winning again. You mentioned that about five uh, games undefeated. What's he like uh, as a boss at the club, Callum Davidson? Yeah, he's, he's great. He's uh, he's enthusiastic. He loves he loves coming in and, and training every day, and he always has done. Uh, I had him as an assistant uh, back in 2013-14 uh, when we won the cup. Mm-hmm. Then um, and he was the assistant then. And listen, if you didn't play and he was in doing training on a Monday, you would love it because he just he wanted to, everyone to enjoy it, uh, and that's what he brings. He brings the enjoyment into training and. And everyone uh, looks forward to, to playing and training. So, yeah, he's brought in obviously his, his, his staff as well, like like Stephen McLean and um, Alec Cleland and Liam Craig, who I've played with both Maka and uh, Liam. Yeah. So I know them really well. So it's a it's a great backroom staff for me personally. Um, and yeah, he just he just has control and he he just loves what he's doing and he's very passionate about it. David, that's you back from the World Cup. You must pinch yourself in some ways. Who do you think is going to win it? Oh, that's a tough question. Uh, I mean, anyone could win it now, to be honest. I mean, it's obviously it looks like it's set for Messi to go and finally win the World Cup, but the teams that he's up against, uh, the likes of Croatia and Morocco, yeah. are solid and they're hard to they're hard to beat. Um, but you can you can look at France and. They've gone from strength to strength in that tournament as well, and the firepower they've got is just incredible, uh, even on the bench. Um, so, I think it's anyone's, but I'm I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say Croatia are dark horses. Right? Yeah, Barry and I spoke about them 10, 15 minutes ago, and you're not rolling them out, Barry, are you? Croatia? No, I, I do fancy Argentina just to yeah. pick them, um, but listen, they're, they're a good team. David just mentioned they're, they are dark horses, and for me. I've got one of the best midfielders that, that's loved Luka Modric. Yeah. I, as I said, Paul, I could watch him all day and I'm sure David's the same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, seeing, him, seeing him live in, in the flesh, it's different uh, from watching him on the TV. Just, you watch his movement. Is, mm-hmm. The way he plays is just, it's incredible. Um, and he just makes it look too easy. And David, what was it like finally at the World Cup? It looks so well organised. I know there's been loads of criticism, a lot of it quite rightly. But what was it like in Doha? Yeah, obviously leading up to it, you know, the media and everything got involved with it and everything that's gone on. Um, but when I was there, um, everyone was friendly and looked after, and it was everyone was looked after uh, very, very well, um, from team buses to getting to places to the staff in the hotel um, people around the training ground just excellent treatment um, I mean the stadium and the facilities were different class um, something well, I've never really experienced much so um, it was just incredible to be part of um, great experience um, and it's it's been entertaining 
And Barry, that's something you'd love to have been part of. You know, we would all have loved Scotland at a World Cup finals. Yeah, I mean, I would have loved to have done it. Listen, David's done it. Um, just be going and, and sampling the being away with your teammates for I don't know two or three weeks. Um, but unfortunately, Paul, <laughs> we never we had know. enough. Yeah, we always get done in the, the the playoffs. But listen, it's it's brilliant for David. As you just mentioned there, he was out long term. Come back there just two or three weeks before or four weeks before the, the World Cup was due and it was great for him to, to go and sample it and experience it. You didn't get Modric's uh, jersey? <laughs> no, I managed to get Kovacic's jersey. Oh, oh well, he's just, he's good. Uh, I'm yeah. quite, quite happy with that. Mm. Um, but yeah, listen, it was an unbelievable experience and long yeah. living the memory and I was very lucky to, to be a part of it and, and sample it, as you say. Um, and I had yep. my family all there to support oh, me, which was unbelievable as well. That's fantastic. Um, my, my wife and my kids came across, and my mum and dad and my brother as well. So yep. it's fantastic. See, you can't beat that. Absolutely, Listen, that's memories yep. for not just David, but his his full family and the the kids. Um, yeah, brilliant. Good on you. And David, the final Thank point. Uh, Kieran's been on saying, "Great to see you back and recovered." Also. Could Juranovic could he be replaced by Alistair Johnson? Will he provide what Juranovic has for Celtic if Juranovic goes? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, he might not have the the, the the set piece in the penalty sort of situations that Juranovic always stepped up with. Um, but everything else, I think, more than capable of stepping into his shoes and and taking care of things and. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to see him. Uh, I know what he can do, and he's a great guy. Uh, you'll uh, you'll love it in, in Scotland. I think uh, he's used to the cold weather in Canada, so uh, I'm sure he'll get used to the, the weather up here. Canadian star, St. Johnson's own David Wellerspoon. David, thanks so much for joining Barry and myself on the program. Thanks very much for having me. I appreciate that. Thank you. Good luck for the rest of the season, David. Thank you, Barry. Thank you. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go. Go Radio Football Show with Paul Cooney and Barry Ferguson 0808 17 17 700 A few moments ago we spoke to the St Johnson midfield star David Wotherspoon back after a bad ACL and he's doing well for St Johnson and he was in the Canadian squad as you heard for the World Cup didn't get on but he was there. He was terrific, wasn't he? Yeah, he's good and he's a good player. Yeah. Um, he was a big miss for St. Johnson. Um, it's just good to see somebody come back, even at his age 32 when you get that sort of injury, Paul. Um, it's it's a lonely road at times. Yep. Um, you're stuck in the, the physio room yourself and your teammates are out in the, the, the training ground um, getting ready and prepared for a, a game come the, the, the weekend. So it is tough at times. A lot of people don't don't think yeah. of that it's a lonely place but it must be great lonely. to see him yeah. come back um, and as I said he's an important player for St Johnson he's got real good experience and it was great for him to go and sample um, the World Cup with Canada What drove you on Barry then when you were injured isolated was there one thing that made you think I'm going to work e- even harder to get back to full fitness just the, the simple fact is that I miss football. Football is your life, and yeah. when you're, I mean, I've been out long term, seven, eight months. Um, it's no ideal, Paul. As I said, it's just you and the physio, and um, you get sick of the sight of them. Did you go on okay with the physio? <laughs> yeah, but listen, they're, they're strict with you. You've got to make sure you do everything to the, the, the book. Yeah. Um, and if you don't do it, 
everything right, Paul, you're going to struggle to come back, the, the, the same player. So I totally get when people are out long term, they suffer at times, that's when you need a good family behind you and strong people round about you. And I'm sure David had that at St. John's and I certainly had that when I had some serious injuries. And he, of course, uh, came up against, well, he saw uh, Juranovic at close quarters because that's the main story today that the Barcelona are mentioned with regard to Atletico Madrid have been mentioned PSG today as well I mean this could be agents talking trying to get the money up but West Ham United also been mentioned this afternoon so Juranovic he said he's not listening to any of this he's concentrating on playing for his country he's got a World Cup semi-final tomorrow night but it's uh, it could, could do you think it could be 20 million plus if he goes or when he goes it depends Paul if there's two or three teams that are, are chasing him um, who comes in um, the bid against each other um, look the, the thing is see if you, you produce the goods up here in, in Scotland there's always, you're going to always attract interest there is a, a selling market up here but listen yeah. he's obviously got the opportunity to play in the World Cup and as I said to you he certainly stood out for Croatia um, now they're in the semi-finals but listen he's, he's doing the right thing and saying the right things there he's been professional he's, he's um, forgetting about all the noise that's coming um, from the outside he's just concentrating on one thing and that's trying to get Croatia into a World Cup final What about the news from Rangers it looks as though Leon King is about to sign a new long term deal with the club good news he started so so really really well for Rangers this season Yeah but 18 years of age Paul he, he probably got thrown in um, a bit earlier than what probably Gio would have liked but yep. listen Rangers were suffering a number of injuries and, and young Leon King I've got to be honest with you I've been really impressed with him um, he's shown maturity uh, he's made a couple of mistakes Paul but that's what you're going to get with, with young players he'll certainly hopefully learn for that um, and I think Rangers are doing the right thing and tying him down I think it's to 2026 20, so it's an extra two years yeah, he's certainly yep. got the potential Paul um, but the next year 18 month um, is going to be big months ahead for him um, when players are going to come back like Conor Golson who for me is a, a certain starter Ben Davies guys like that he's going to find it tough but listen he just needs to roll his sleeves up he's proven to me that he's got more than enough to, to be a Rangers player Rangers fans will be delighted that Conor Golson is on the way back sooner than expected big player a leader for me um, again come in for a bit of criticism but I think You've got to have a, a player like Conor Golston in there. Um, as I said, he's been a, a massive miss. Hopefully, he's going to be back. I think there's there's um, there's noise that he could be involved in, in Thursday. But the good thing is, Paul, he's, he's not far away because um, I do believe he is a, a big player for Rangers. And we'll find out what happens with uh, you know the, the old guard, the players like Alan McGregor, who's been outstanding for Rangers over the years. Uh, is this his last year? But there's still a lot of football for him to play. Stephen Davis, for example. I see Scott Arfield scored at the weekend. Yeah, and I still think there's um, there's a massive part to play for these players that you just mentioned there. You can't buy experience. Um, look, they are getting older, but for me, the three players that you mentioned, Paul, um, are still quality players in my eyes. Yeah. And they're going to be massive for Rangers in the coming months. And they're going to be massive for Michael Beale as well. So... Let's go through the teams for this week, Barry, because three sleeps to go and then we're back to the Premiership. <laughs> so we've talked Rangers up against Hibs. Now, I know Hibs started the season really well, but they have fallen away. I see Aidan McGeady came back the other day, Kevin Nisbet's back. They're obviously missing Boyle. What do you feel uh, about Hibs for the coming weeks and months? 
Well, two players that you just mentioned there are, are big players in my eyes for, for Hibs, McGeady and, and Nisbet. Um, again, he's another player coming back for an ACL. Yep. Um, but listen, I, I mean, you're asking me what the yep. result's going to no, be. No, I, I think in Thursday. general, what do you think for Hibs in the coming weeks? To be honest, I've said it a number of times on here, I, I'm just unsure about Hibs. Mm-hmm. But the two players you mentioned are game changers. Yep. Let's be honest. Um, even if McGeady's getting older, he, he's still got real quality. Kevin Nisbet, for me, proved what a a top uh, striker he, he is um, so they're going to be big for for, for Hibs obviously with the uh, the scenario with Martin Boyle being out mm-hmm. for the rest of the season I think it's important for Lee Johnson to get these two players back Sure is we should mention uh, with Martin Boyle so he was well treated by Australia wasn't it the, the way they did a sort of huddle round him after the game Yeah he was a massive yeah. party Wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. but that, that's good to see obviously he's a, a an important member um, yeah. in the Australian squad and it was good to see that you made them feel part of it because listen that, that must have been a, a huge blow to them yep. missing the, the, the World Cup but to me it looked if the, the players and the, the staff kept them part of it and that's great things to see that's what football's all about it's four in the morning over there otherwise we'd get him on the phone the birthday boy your old teammate Craig Moore our own right. Go Radio um, have you had a word with him today he celebrated his what 47th yeah, him, birthday uh, yeah 47 yeah. yep um, somebody said 50 yeah it was yeah. me um, <laughs> he's looking no 50 he's looking 60 um, it's the old line you no. don't look 50 you did one time <laughs> no you know, I'm sure he's enjoying it out there um, over to see his kids that he's not seen for a, yeah. a while Dylan and, and, and Chloe so yeah I'm sure the big man's had a a couple of beers or a couple of red wines to celebrate. He'll be back with us in January, back mm-hmm. here on the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Right, Aberdeen against Celtic. We'll come to the, that game in a moment or two. What about Kilmarnock then? Bottom of the table, Barry. Mm-hmm. Hearts against Kilmarnock on Saturday. What do you think for Derek McInnes? I, I still think Derek will have enough to, to keep him um, up this year. Um, just with his experience, he's been a manager. Done a fantastic job for me at Aberdeen. Um, it's not a great look just now but as I said Paul there's still a lot of football mm. to be played um, and I think Kamala will be um, fine this year I guess that's why they've brought somebody in like Derek with his experience and his knowledge of success in the Premiership yeah. I'm sure if you asked Derek at the start of the season what was their aim just to make sure they stayed in the league yeah. and then mm. they can grow and, and build um, after that uh, just make sure they consolidate themselves in the league this year and I'm sure he'll do that with the experience he's got as a manager because um, they've still got uh, obviously big players there like Kyle Lafferty going to come back off his ban who's a, mm. a big player but I, I do think they've got enough in the locker come on look to stay up Looking mainly at the West of Scotland teams first Motherwell against St Mirren let's go St Mirren a good, decent start to the season Yes surprised they were one of the ones that I kind of yeah. thought would have mm. struggled but you've, you've got to give the manager and the players all the credit they deserve um, certainly their home form's been really strong away form they've struggled a wee bit but they'll have their sights on trying to get into that top six and they've been a bit of a scourge to Celtic and Rangers so far at home this season yep took um, obviously points off both of them uh, which I don't think a lot of people seen coming yeah. as I said their, their home form's been really strong um, St Mern it's just the away form if they could sort that out um, they may have aspirations of getting in that top six what about Motherwell can they go top six yep I, I do I think um, Stevie Hamill will be looking to strengthen and 
in January. Um, but I, I think if you get if you give Stevie Hamill time, I, I do think he will be become a, a real good model manager. And I'm sure the board and the fans will get right behind them. Um, will they make the top six? I, I, I'm unsure, but look, they'll, they'll not have any danger of getting relegated for me, Mother. Yeah, and that would be the key thing for them, isn't it? To stay away from yeah, the, just the bottom on two. Yeah. I, I think yeah. January will be a big one for, for Stevie Hamill to bring in a couple of players and then, obviously, come the summer, I'm sure he'll want to um, make his own mark on the on the team. But I think Mother will play some good stuff mm-hmm. at times. Um, just maybe not ruthless at times. What about Livingston then? surprise package and what, yep. what, what can you say about David Martindale I mean what, what a job what a job just when I watch Livingston there's just a real togetherness here um, and don't forget that they've got players that can hurt you uh, they're well set up they're obviously well coached no doubt about it Big Nubly up top has been a sensation for them um, but Livingston as I said um, they deserve to be where they are they're, they've um, they've done Wonders again. You ask people at the start of the season, they always say, oh, Livingston could struggle, but you've got to give the manager, the coaching staff and the players all the credit. Again, they, they deserve because they've had another fine season. Are they a bit like uh, Morocco in the World Cup? People think this might be as far as they can go yeah, but and they I, surprise people. Yeah, but I, I don't think they get a fair crack of the whip in terms of the you way know, they, they, yeah. they play because mm. uh, they've got some decent footballers. Livingston, a lot of people think they're big, strong, physical. Yeah, they've got a few big guys in the team, but listen, they, they can play a bit as well, Livingston. They're playing Dundee United on Saturday. You're worried, I think, for... I think they'll struggle yep. this year, mm-hmm. Dundee United. Despite yep. the big names they have. Yep. 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 What do you think's missing? I don't know. I don't know. If you look at Dundee United's squad, Paul, they have, as you mentioned, they've, yeah. got, they've got big mm-hmm. players. Um, I just think they could struggle this season. Hearts, are they going to come third? Yep, I, I think... Um, it'll be a, again similar to what I, I mentioned about Stevie Hamill at, at Motherwell I think January will be a big one for Robbie he'll look to bring players in and he'll look to try and get important players back like Halkett at the back mm-hmm. for me has been a, been a massive miss um, but I still am going to I'm going to stick with Hearts but I says at the start of the season I think Hearts will finish third Aberdeen will they challenge them they'll challenge third? them yeah. yep. I think mm-hmm. it'll go between the two yep. but I'll stick to my guns what I says at the, the yep. start of the season Paul will go with Hearts just um, pipping them So you're worried about Dundee United at the bottom so let's say if they finish up certainly in the bottom two who would be alongside them Ross County St Johnson I think St Johnson will be fine I think yep. Ross County and Dundee United will fight it out for the the, the bottom two mm-hmm. You're worried about Hamilton aren't you as uh, local boys yeah. the, the Aki's bottom of that yeah, championship right, listen, just look out for my local yeah, of course. team always yep. want to see them do well but mm-hmm. they're, they're struggling at the foot the, the good thing is I think it's their growth I've, I've no yeah. ran away from them yep. um, yeah, so there's still a fair bit of football to be played um, but they need mm-hmm. to start getting wins on the board I see that Nathan Patterson has said over the weekend he wants to come back to Rangers later in his career does that interest you in the fact that is he talking maybe in 10 years time well nobody will afford them now <laughs> sure because yeah. he'll cost a fortune yeah. um, the way that he obviously is He's played down there, um, but listen, it's brilliant to see. You don't want to see top young players, but you've got to understand that money talks, Paul, and uh, that they're going to move, move um, down to the English Premier League. But it's brilliant to see young players go down there and and um, show their showcase their talents. And certainly, Nathan Parsons done that at Everton. Billy Gilmer, any chance you would see him back here? Do you think? Yeah, he needs to go and yeah. play football, Paul. Yeah. Um, 
he, he said a tough year Billy but still a quality football player um, and I'm sure that if he's not going to get game time at Brighton he needs to be looking at getting out and, and playing games of football he's too good for me to be sitting on a bench and at Celtic it is about goals isn't it do you think Gikamakis will still be a Celtic player by the end of January I can settle him if I want <laughs> <laughs> you would like him yeah, as a former Rangers captain listen, but he has for his, the Celtic uh, fans in terms of Gikamakis I wasn't too sure Paul I've said this a couple of times um, but listen one thing is he's a, he's a goal scorer um, but I, I think the way that Celtic operate if you're not going to commit yourself to the club I think they look to to, to move you on um, but he certainly he certainly scored the goals um, for Celtic and um, he's different to what the other forwards bring he's more of a physical presence but certainly when that ball comes into the box Paul he knows where the back of the net is Barry that's the hour has come and gone Croatia Argentina tomorrow you think the Argentinians yeah I yeah. think they'll just edge it Paul Argentina and France Morocco Wednesday France France Barry thanks so much you'll be back with us later in the week because it's the big kickoff again Thursday night we will see you then Barry thanks so much cheers Paul cheers we're back tomorrow night at 5 Stephen McGinn the Falkirk captain will join us coming up next after the news it's Jokal Day the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland let's go, go. There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.